Today's passage is Acts chapter 18, and I think in this uh, chapter you see a lot of the practical uh, growths of the church here. Paul goes to Corinth, uh, which is going to be the church uh, that the Corinthians, the letters to the Corinthians are written. So one thing we know is that this church isn't going to end up so well. They're going to have a lot of sin, but they are uh, the capital city of this region of Acacia. And um, the reason why is that Corinth is located on an isthmus that provided safe passage uh, through the Mediterranean. Therefore, a lot of trade went through this major city. Now, he meets uh, Aquila and Priscilla, and they are... Uh, here because the Jews have been commanded to leave Rome. And so we begin to see uh, the sort of systematic persecution of not only Jews but Christians um, that is happening throughout the empire. But he stays with them because they're both tent makers. Uh, now, a lot of times we kind of see this as, well, Paul is, you know, working uh, to support himself as a missionary. And we know that's not true. In fact, Silas and Timothy are coming from Macedonia with financial gifts for Paul. Um, this was the letter from the Thessalonians to the Thessalonians when he tells them about the gift. So it's not just that he is making money for himself, but that he is living with these people. He is building church through actually staying with them. And later in this chapter, we're going to see why that's so important. Um, but uh, as always, he gets attacked uh, by the rulers of the synagogues and they drag them out. Uh, here we go again. Um, but the tactic now is different. They're bringing them to the Roman official, Galileo. And I love Galileo's response. Um, it's much in the vein of Pontius Pilate, but even more so. He's like, this don't, this don't bother me. This, this is not, uh, this is not my problem. And verse 17, so the Jews actually, they beat up one of their own uh, people because essentially he provided a very bad legal strategy. Um, throughout all this, back in verse 11, we see that Paul stays here a year and six months. And then verse 18, he stayed many days longer. So he's been here almost two years building up the church uh, in Corinth. And we know that this Corinthian church is going to have a whole lot of problems. Paul then goes to Ephesus. He is crossing um, the Aegean Sea. He's going to Ephesus. He's heading kind of backwards towards uh, Jerusalem. And while he's there, they're asked, the people there ask him, can you stay longer? Can you stay longer? And he's like, nah, I don't really see the point in that, right? Um, I'm going to leave. And the funny thing is we know that Ephesus is actually going to be the greater city, uh, the greater church um, for the next uh, 100 years. And I think that that's a really key thing. You know, here is Paul, the great church planter. And he really spent a lot of time investing in Corinth and kind of accidentally plants a church in Ephesus. And yet it is the Ephesian church that grows. And I know that for many of you, especially if you are listening to a podcast like this, are probably very critical of your churches and probably think like I do, right, that we know better and we could do better. But one of the things that we really have to consider is many times we're wrong, that our views of church are so often influenced by the world. Maybe, you know, Corinth being this rich, prosperous city and lots of people were coming into the church and Ephesus was this tiny little town, uh, tiny little, it wasn't a tiny town, but, you know, not quite as, uh, not quite as exciting, not quite as popular. And yet God is going to bless that town.
And one of the ways he's going to do that is through this man named Apollos. Uh, and Apollos is going to be taught by Priscilla and Aquila. These two people that Paul stayed with and did life with. And I think that, you know, later in his life, when he writes to the Corinthians church and he says, be imitators of me, I feel like Paul is probably maybe thinking about Priscilla and Aquila. Like, hey, I lived with them. I ate with them. I made tents with them. And I also taught them. And here we see them teaching Apollos and not just teaching him, you know, evangelism because Apollos, he already knows the things of Jesus. And and the Bible says he spoke accurately, but they explained to him the way of God more accurately. And this is crazy because one of these is is a woman and that would have been unheard of. And probably, you know, if it's in private, this is one of the reasons why, uh, it was less um, controversial, but here again, what does it mean to build the church? In over two years, Paul does plant a Corinthian church that is going to go through so many problems, but one of the things he also does, he spends two years life-on-life discipleship with this couple, and they are going to be so influential in building other disciples. And so, yes, we are critical of the church. And as a pastor myself, we think about the methods and the strategies and the systems to build church. But we also understand that at the end of the day, it is people making disciples. And it is not the buildings and it is not the crowds. It is genuine discipleship making that counts. And I hope that if you're listening to this, that you are in genuine discipleship relationships and you have people who are leading you and that you are also actively making disciples of others.